Hello, welcome everyone. <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much for coming. How are you? Can everybody hear? Can we hear? Everything is good. Super duper. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> um, hello and welcome to Zenful Conversations. For information on future guest speakers and all our many Zoom offerings, please visit zenfulconversations.com. My name is Zen Jen Brown. I'm your host, and we're here today with our guest speaker, Carol Pesci. That's Carol with a K-E-R-Y-L. Like Carol as in Cheryl. Like Cheryl, uh, who's here. Yep. <laughs> yep, like Cheryl, who's here. Uh, Carol, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. I appreciate very much you. Uh, I can tell how much the people who are in your circle appreciate you, and I know that you appreciate them. And I consider it a privilege that you're trusting me to come into your circle to deliver what it is that's important to you. So thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so very much. Thank you for that. A little bit about Carol. Carol Pesci is an author, entrepreneur, and co-host of the award-winning radio show Happy Hour on K104.7 FM through writing speaking and her social media presence. Carol is on a mission to help women lessen worries and self-doubt and increase happiness, confidence, and enjoyment of life. Sound familiar, lady? <laughs> her goal is to help lift unnecessary emotional burdens so they can step into their power and pursue their passions. Her books, Hello Beautiful, Happy Bitch, Pink Pretty Thoughts, 21 Ways to Raise Your Vibes in 21 Days, and her happiness journals are available on Amazon. Her podcast, Hello Beautiful, about increasing confidence, self-worth, and happiness is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. And Carol is here with us today to answer your questions. So Carol, thank you again for being here with us today. Information on how to connect with Carol uh, directly will be shared at the end of this conversation, as well as in a follow-up email to all registrants tomorrow. Um, let's see. Well, we've been reading your book. Um, most of us, not everybody that comes to these or listens in on these is, is in the group, of course, but um, we have been reading it and listening to it. And I, I resonate incredibly with this so much, <laughs> um, uh, fully enjoying it. Can you share a little bit about what gave you this passion? What gave you this passion? We're talking about 21 ways to raise your vibe in 21 days. What gave you this passion to to write these books? I mean, because the message that you have is is perfect. Well, if we go back to the beginning, so my first book, Happy Bitch, and what launched that, and a principle that holds strong with me, and something I say to people all the time: uh, life's going to hand us some crap, right? Life's going to give us challenges, unfair uh, situations, painful experiences, difficult things that we go through that we don't deserve, we don't ask for. But how we respond to that, what we do with that, the questions we ask ourselves instead of why me, which is the normal stuff in the beginning, I did all that too, but how can I use this? What good can come from this for me and for other people? And I wanted to take at that point, the most difficult thing that I had gone through, which was discovering my ex's affair and subsequent divorce and not only bring myself to a better, happier place and, and happy bitch explains my thought process and how I did that, but then take that and say, okay, I want to put more good out in the world. I want to take this thing that was so awful at the time 
and do something with it that will help other people live better. And that, what more could you ask for? And so I want to empower other people to not beat themselves up um, when they see their flaws, which we all do, or um, forever feel sorry for yourself when something difficult happens. There's a time to do that. And I even talk about that in this book to, to feel the feels, um, but to then lift yourself up and figure out how your life can be even better um, as a result of what you've gone through. So that's really the beginning of my passion for the, everything that I do. Right, right. So it was, it was that trauma. Yep. It was that trauma. And I've said this in the book and and I'm going to guess it was probably one of your favorite lines from what I'm learning about you is I feel so strongly. I wish we could almost rename the self-improvement field to the self-healing field, because I feel like we are all so much more in need of healing than we are in fixing or improving ourselves. When we heal, the rest falls into place. Yeah. And I think it's a more compassionate approach. Yeah. That's, that's totally my thing for, for sure. It's releasing this stuff from us. It's a releasing, releasing. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Um, so a couple of things really jumped out to me. Um, and we're mostly talking about this book, although there's uh, 21 ways to raise your vibes in 21 days because it happens to be the one we were reading. But of course, there's other but they're all, a couple of things really jumped out to me. At the beginning of this book on page four, you have the lowdown on higher up, which is discu- uh, describing energy. Can you just go over that for somebody that maybe don't quite, uh, don't, that don't listen to these? Sure. And, and I kind of feel like it's right, that age old question, I, I feel like I has been answered previously, but I'm answering it in my own words and, and simply why do some people seem to have all the luck, right? If we, ha- if we have not all asked ourselves that looking at the life of somebody else and why do great things always seem so much easier for them than me? They seem luckier than me. They don't have as many challenges as me. I have come to believe that it is all about our energy. And we now know through a field of study, as you read in the book called quantum physics, it's no more woo-woo and um some things that people just believe we know scientifically proven now there's quantum uh physicists who have won nobel prizes that have proven that the elemental core of everything in the universe is energy you are interacting with everything other people experiences animals plants every cell in your body on an energetic level so what happens is so many of us want We don't feel good inside for whatever reason or we're lacking in our lives for some reason. So we start looking, who can we change around us? How can we change the circumstances around us? And we become almost obsessive with that, hoping that we'll change those things around us. So we'll finally get that feeling inside that we're looking for, which is peace, happiness, whatever that is. And I'm coming at it saying, okay, I suggest you take a three-week vacation from worrying so much. And instead, recognize that you are communicating and interacting and attracting everything around you and how people are towards you based on your energy, your vibes. So drop the worry, drop uh, worrying about fixing things, changing things, accomplishing things. Yes, you still need to function. But instead, okay, how can I, for the next 21 days, make a simple choice each day 
to raise my energy, to shift that vibe that I am communicating with myself and people around me and start watching what happens, serendipity, and people are kinder and you're kinder to yourself and you start feeling better. You start raising your vibe and it's almost miraculous, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> How the things yeah. around you will start and people and circumstances almost like, oh my God, that's really cool. It's, it's just an easier approach and don't take my word for it, try it. Try yeah. it for three weeks and see what happens. Uh, yeah, I have, I have experienced it as well. And um, what I, what I find very interesting is like sometimes uh, in conversations, our language, the words we use, the energy that comes through me out, um, we think we're doing it for this or for that, but the energy, what we feel is, is miraculous. So um, yeah, it leaves you like high as a kite. And, Afterwards. Yes. And I think one of those important ways, I forget which number it is in there. And I learned this the hard way and I wrote about it in detail in Hello Beautiful. I thought being a happy person, that being upbeat all the time, always a positive attitude. And I <laughs> shunned feeling sad because I'm the happiness expert. I wrote about happiness. I'm the happy bitch. I can't be sad. Um, right. And you can guess kind of how that ended up, right? All I did by pushing it away and shoving it down was amplified. It just kept building. So one of the ways that I talk about to raise your vibe is to allow your space, allow yourself permission and space to feel those negative emotions. They're normal. They're part of being human. And sometimes raising your vibe, sometimes we're feeling so low and we think joy, happiness, it's so far away. But what you need in that moment isn't to jump five levels in your energy. What you need in that moment is a little bit of improvement. You need a little bit of relief. And sometimes that comes from saying, I'm just going to crawl up in a ball and let myself cry. Well, be human. Allow yourself that space and that emotion moves on and through you and your vibe goes up a little bit and a little bit more and inching your way there, just knowing that that's possible. And that's actually more realistic than saying, I need to be happy all the time and I need to happen quick. Doesn't usually, sometimes wonderful things happen, but sometimes allowing ourselves the space to feel that emotion, even what we quote unquote negative, actually takes pressure off and raises your vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for mentioning that because that is such an important, uh, it's the one step at a time, isn't it? Yeah, and, and unfortunately, and I was one of those, I think there is something to be said for the term toxic positivity, where we, we, the good vibes only, I used to always say that. And now, in, as I mentioned in the book, I think a better term is better vibes always, because it's unrealistic to think we're going to feel good vibes all the time. And then if we don't, we think, well, we must be doing something wrong because we're supposed to feel good vibes only. No, you're not. But you can always reach for a better vibe. There's always the opportunity for better vibes. Yeah, I, I like that you said it. There's always some way to feel something a little bit better. Yeah. Just feel yeah. just whatever that little baby step is. And sometimes yeah. it's just relief from pain. It's relief from worry. It's relief from those heavy negative emotions. A little bit of relief, a little bit of relief. And all of a sudden you get yourself to a neutral and then you can start reaching for the happy and the joy and the love. Yeah. And sometimes it's really, it, it is... Uh, Generally, I'm usually floating along pretty good, but I've had a couple, uh, a couple weeks where things were 
hit me right after another. And I, I did, and it's been a long time actually since I felt such powerful emotions like that. Um, but it was, it's, it's just recognizing it, honoring it, allowing it, mm -hmm. being friends with it a little bit, doing yeah. things to make myself fit, go out in the yard into nature, you know, mm -hmm. just do these things that will help you feel better. And it's sometimes it's not immediate, but that's okay. It is better. <laughs> it's better vibes. Right, right. And a little better is good, really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, because, you know, I think they even say too that that if is it is it really true that suicide is the number one uh, cause of death now? Oh, I hadn't heard that. I have to check on that. I have to check on that because I think I heard that the other day, and I just couldn't even believe it. But I I don't really listen to the the TV too intently, so I could be mistaken on that for sure. Yeah, that was my next one, which was the allow space for feeling allow space for feeling that was the question your emotions and our vibes so it's interesting yeah and when we don't do that we we amplify it right because we keep pushing it down it doesn't go away because we haven't processed it we've judged right we feel this anger we feel this sadness or this low self-worth or whatever it is we don't want to feel and then we say let's pile some judgment on top of that because i shouldn't feel that right way and all that does is make it stronger and hang around longer Instead of just saying, I'm in a funk today. I'm just going to let myself be in a funk today. And guess what? It moves on. Um, or further, and this is something I suggest uh, in my last two books too, is to not shove it away, which because what you resist persists, but to actually dialogue with it. Actually, this emotion, rather than thinking it's something to hinder you or hold you back or punish you, what if it is showing up to help you? What if it is there to help you in some way? And if you slow down, don't kick it out of your mental house or your emotional house and say, how are you here to help me? What do you want me to know? And, and write it out, actually have a dialogue with that negative emotion. You'll be amazed. There's so much wisdom, Jen, within all of us, so much. Oh gosh, yes. If we oh. learn to, to settle down a little and trust ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get even, I mean, I, it, it is, it is uh, my hopes to get a lot closer to that before I'm, before I'm no longer permitted here in this particular, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you even call it, plain existence, what do you call it? What do you call it? There's so many different uh, yeah. ways. Um, way four, page 30 says, be a flower. So this is control. This is our need to control, yes? Yeah, and, um, and, and for that one, I suggest for that day is yeah, so much we wanna, we wanna fix, we wanna change, but if, if, I will be happy if this happens, if this comes out exactly this way that I plan. And yes, we wanna have future plans. I'm not against that. Um, but when we continuously put our sense of peace and worth on an exterior accomplishment or something, coming out a certain way. And yes, that desire to control. And I have found, and I was me to a T, but little by little practicing some simple changes in how I look at things and saying, okay, you know what? That's not how I had hoped it would go. Not how I expected it to go, but let me not freak out. Let me 
settle down here and be open for how things worked out better. Go with the flow. The universe is brilliant and is capable of creating and manifesting things beyond our own imagination because we can only really imagine something we've already experienced. So when we allow ourselves to just, you know what, today, I'm not going to freak out. I'm just going to go with the flow and watch how things play out. It's, it's amazing. It's, it can be magical. I think magical too. I think it's a beautiful <laughs> magic. I do. It's a total magical universe. If we just allow ourselves to allow it to do its it. thing. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, and, and I, as I understand it too, you also publish books uh, that are by or for women. You know, Can you this tell is, us a little bit about your publishing company? Would love to. And so here's what's funny about that. When I, when I came out with my first book and I would talk to people or run across acquaintances or friends or relatives of friends and they say, oh my gosh, I have this idea for a book. And I would say, go write it, go do it. There is nobody on planet earth who could tell your story, write your book, whether it's a work of fiction, whether it's a memoir, uh, mine's come, you know, personally a combination like memoir, self-help, here's what happened, here's what I learned, here's what you can do. Nobody can do that. And you do not need, and I think we're all capable. If you can talk, you can write a book. People say, well, I didn't study English. I got news for you. That's the last thing that you need is mastery of the English, English language. <laughs> they stutter on the words. <laughs> um, what you need is something to share and your own unique voice to share that. And you're just talking to people and you're capturing it on paper. So I used to tell to people, just go write, go do it. And I would roll up my sleeves and get involved in so many friends' books just to do it because I felt so passionately because the story, their personality, whatever it is they have to share, if they don't do it, it's never going to happen. And then I thought to myself, is the universe trying to tell me I should start publishing books for women? And then of course, the other part, the self-doubt, who am I? It's a crowded space. How am I ever gonna get my word out there? So a number one starting point, and I'm looking at my board in front of me in my office. Um, I designed the logo for Little Pink Press. The name came to me, loved it, designed the logo, simple, it's me. And that sat there for a couple of months. And then one day on Facebook, I just put it out there. said, I'm here. I'm publishing books for women. And it was within a week or so, the woman who edited my first book sent me a referral. It was uh, for an 80-year-old woman who wrote a phenomenal memoir called Beyond the Mountain. She's since passed away, which further to my point, right? If she didn't write it, if we didn't connect, we I didn't get her book published, her story never would have been told. Um, and I thought, well, wow, how cool. So I guess, yes, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I have to tell you, there's not too many things that bring me more joy. Number one, when something I've experienced and then communicated with other people as a result of what I've learned, they live better. That's powerful. Love that. Nothing makes my day better more than to hear that from somebody. And number two, to the privilege of being part of that process to help another woman bring her book to life, to encourage her to, re to remove those roadblocks and say, um, we no longer live in a world where somebody else decides whether your book is worthy of publishing or not. If you got a story to tell, your book is worthy. Now here's your options to go do that. And that's one of my favorite phone calls is to have that first initial phone call with, with that woman 
to number one, say, you're going to do this. <laughs> you're capable of doing it. You need to do it. Here's your options. Whether I'm the best option, I never look at that discovery call as my objective. I'm there to encourage them to do it, remove the roadblocks and the fear, get them to do it. If on the right avenue, great. If not, that's okay too. I've done my job and I freaking love it. I absolutely love, love, love being part of that process. It's so exciting. Wow. Actually, I think there's a, I know there's been a couple ladies along the line that have said uh, that they have a book in them. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I um, almost think Cheryl was one of them, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. And if <laughs> um, anybody, any, if any anybody wants to, um, and I'll be happy to answer anything specific. I'll also tell you anybody here currently or who watches this in the future, uh, go to my website, carolpesci.com, send me an email and let's get on the phone. I'm not, not the high pressure sales at all. You can, you can gauge what I'm passionate about and I'd be happy to encourage you and let you know what your options are. So please reach out yeah. to me. Yeah, it sounds great. Who has questions now? Does anybody have any questions now? Anybody would like any and ask anything? All right, go ahead, Cheryl. Oh, she, does she need there to unmute herself? Go. Oh, there, there she is. Go. Okay. <laughs> um, just a comment. Um, when you were talking about, um, you know, trying to get over um, obstacles, um, I've the last couple of weeks. I'm the same as Jen. The last couple of weeks, some things have come up. And I've tried, I've been using all our, um, uh, our group stuff, I guess, trying to use it and going, I think the biggest challenge is remaining open. You have to remain open. Once you close, when something negative happens, and which is the way I normally would be, it, this is the way it is. And I close my mind and I'm not open, but I've really working with this group. I'm finally, it's been about six months, I think. I'm finally trying to stay open. And I think it really helped me get through the difficulties I was having the last, well, actually it was the whole summer. The summer was a challenge. And um, I tried to look at the positive side and then I was open to like saying, Maybe there's a reason why this is happening. Let yeah. me look to yeah. see if there is a reason why this happened. <laughs> and I'm trying to constantly be open and see why there's a reason why this happened. But um, and I and and it, it's as simple as basically what was going on is I was having my backyard renovated so that I could have a hot tub. And we ran out, we bought the hot tub in June. And I live in Canada, so we have a very short window <laughs> of <laughs> summer. And it's already, we've had two night, two days already that have been quite cool. And it's September, like we're the beginning of September. So the contractor took forever to do the yard and I had to keep holding the hot tub and holding the hot tub. Well, it was finally going to be coming last week and believe it or not, it fell off the truck onto the highway. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so it did, still didn't make it here. They phoned me and said, I'm so sorry. So they upgraded it. So I ended up with an upgraded 
hot tub above what I could financially normally afford. And they put a whole bunch of extras in there. So maybe that's why it fell off. Like it literally fell off the back of the truck. The guy didn't hide on tight enough. And, um, you know, I don't know. It just seems one thing after another. There's something going on now. And I'm like, okay, there's got to be a reason. <laughs> so, I think the, the openness is so key, yeah, Cheryl. Open. That's going with Remain. the flow that you could get so upset. I'm so anxious to have this hot up. And by the way, I'm going through something very similar. And then my husband and I were talking about it. I'm like, what a wonderful problem to have, right? <laughs> my hot tub's not coming fast enough. Um, but that's still like all your feelings are legit. All you, you're, you're, they're valid, right? You, this, right. you were excited for this thing and it keeps getting delayed. Um, and you could have freaked out. Maybe you did temporarily that the fact that finally I think I'm getting it and it falls off the truck. Who does that happen to? You could be angry with that. You could resist it or you could say, okay, I'm open. And what happens? You end up with a better hot tub. Yeah, because you were open yeah. because you went with the flow. That's so and cool. also I tried to look at the positive side. I went, okay, well, because it took this contractor so long to do this, he kept running into material issues because of COVID. Yeah, uh, he, it was, un, you couldn't prevent it, but still it's frustrating. Um, mm -hmm. And what I'm trying, but you do have to remain open because I realized well, because it finally was done so late, and I don't know if how it works down in the States as well, but because our seasons are so drastic, at the end of August, they clear everything for summer, because now we're moving into winter stuff, like we need winter gear to survive up here, so it's now like snowblowers and so they clear everything. So everything I needed for the backyard, I got half off. <laughs> it's because it took so darn long. I would have, I would have bought it halfway through the summer when the hot tub was coming and paid full price. So now because everything is, this is so you know, great. I got everything half price. So I like saved thousands and thousands of dollars. It is. That's the, <laughs> so that's the, uh, that's the universe making it better than you could even yeah. imagine. Cause you yeah, can't I know. So I, when you were talking a minute ago about that, I thought I have to share this. That's even a great story. It, it seems kind of petty. It, it's nothing. But this uh, is know. life, Cheryl. This is life. Yeah. These, there's things yeah. that we want. There's things that we get excited about. And, and I'm not against goals at all. Hmm. I'm just all about what's the energy you're going to put into moving towards those. Hmm. So my hair is all up because I just got out of my hot tub. Yay! <laughs> Good for you. For this call. So oh. I finally got in my, today was the first day it was warmed up. So they finally delivered oh. it Wednesday and it was took a couple days to warm up and and I got to sit in my hot tub and then come on this call. So how how good is that? Ready? It's awesome. And I feel like this is a story that Jen is going to refer back to in the future. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for 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 um, holding such value on these conversations, Cheryl. And I appreciate so much you you commenting and and uh, sharing that. That's really something. And you know what? It's so powerful too when we start to recognize that we're actually making progress in our mm -hmm. thinking because it takes so yeah. much to change our thinking around, you know, because really? depending what we've been through. That was just we're a baby so step. We're so used to it. <laughs> that 
that was a baby step. I have a long way to go, but at least it was something, right? One step, one step, right, Carol? Awesome. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Does anybody else have any questions or anything they'd like to share? All right, let's go with Kimberly. Kim is good. (laughs) (laughs) I have a couple things. Um, First of all, so I haven't read it, but happy bitch. Are you sure it's not about me? Well, and so that I knew I wanted to write about my experience and how I got myself from something so crappy to a, a happy place. I wanted it for women. I wanted it to be edgy and get attention. And that name came to me and I knew darn well that that was going to be it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And my other half of that is kind of what um, you've already been talking about, but as far as being open to receive. So I think part of my problem was that I only wanted to be open to the positive and the good. And I think you have to be open to everything. And since I started doing that, I've noticed a huge difference. Yes. Yep. When we resist it because we think it shouldn't be, and it doesn't feel good in that moment and we want relief from it and so but when we push too hard against it and invalidate Mm -hmm. how we feel and judge it we just make it worse and I just want to come back to something you just said you just said something about being open to receive Mm -hmm. Um, and so not only being open to all experiences and emotions but being open to receive is actually one of the ways as well that Mm -hmm. is so much especially for us women like this comfortable zone is let me give my, my worth and my value is what I do for the people, what I give. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, everything in the world, everything in the universe is about energy. And we need to be open to receiving. If somebody wants to do something nice, and I'm the first one, like, no, I got it. I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. Because what we do for other people, I know, we feel good, right? When someone is offering something to us or assistance or being kind and we're like, no, no, we want to be independent. Oh, I got this. We're actually short circuiting that energy. We're saying, Mm -hmm. nope. And again, it's easier. I think for probably all of us, women are more wired that way to give. It is equally important to keep that energy moving and to be open to receiving. So there's one of the ways is to just for that day, I'm open. Somebody's going to be helpful. Someone wants to be kind. (laughs) Yeah, who here when somebody's like, oh, great shirt, great shoes, what's the first thing we do? Minimize it, right? Got it on sale. Yeah. Oh, your hair looks great. Oh, this, you know, we, um, Mm -hmm. so just say thank you. Accept help, accept compliments. We'll be open to receive. So I just wanted to jump off that little point there, Kim, because it's a powerful thing that you said. It's very powerful. It's very powerful. Like, I'm so surprised. Um, I'm only five years in on my healing journey. Um, and I'm actually surprised how many people did give until they were completely depleted, depleted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that is what I'm doing now. I mean, I'm doing pretty darn good to myself. I'm all <laughs> <laughs> got to watch it though. Cause the seed's always there, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, but I was really super surprised how many, uh, how many people, how many women, especially is it, it, it were there and, and are crawling back out from that hole. 
It's about the energy and it's about a balance in our energy. That right, giving and, doing, and, and, receiving. and giving and doing and contributing because it brings us joy, because it makes us happy, not because that's the only way we think we're going to be valued in this world. And that said, are there times that people close to us need more from us than others? Yeah, there's going to be those times where it's going to be tiring and maybe it's an adult that you need to care for and they need us in those moments. And there's certain things you just need to do at that time. But having that awareness that you are also worth happiness, joy, little pleasures, all that good stuff. And when the universe or other people want to give them to you, be open to that because it helps you show a better and more fully for the people you care about. Kim, were you finished or did you have another question? Uh, no, and then I just wanted to say that I, I'm sure I have a book in me. So yeah. I'll get yeah. in touch with you. I would yeah. love to talk with you. I'm going to send all of the um, information in the follow-up email tomorrow. And Carol, if you would, please send me anything you want me to specifically send in that email out. Um, let me see. I think Sally, Sally, you said you had a question as well. Thank you, Kim. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Um, I have... Uh, been doing some of the things you're talking about and finding um, progress, you know, and uh, um, I like having specific things to do and, uh, you know, to help me along the way. So I really appreciate what you're doing. And um, especially for women, I always felt uh, just the fact that I'm a woman, a lot of uh, stuff happened to me. And um, Anyway, I was going to ask you about the book, too. Um, do you have to uh, um, have the book written or when you call you or, you know, how, how, how do you do that? I don't care if your book is 99% uh, done or still an idea in your head. I would love to talk with you. All right. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. And you Thank know, you, Sally. I mean, you've done this with your books, really, you know? I mean, you know, you've written those books and got to say your stuff and... And, and in my own voice, and that's, it's, it's your own story, your own lessons learned and your own style. I wanted all of my books to be very conversational, casual, because that's how I am. Mm -hmm. And that you felt like, oh, this, she's my girlfriend. We're sitting out having a glass of wine or, or morning coffee and, and we're chatting together. That's my style. That's my my voice. So whatever your style is, but I will tell you, I needed to constantly remind myself because you get hung up when your fingers are on the keyboard of what should I write next? And I just constantly step back. What does she need from me? I had to constantly remember there's another person on the other side of this book, ultimately my book that needs to feel like I'm talking to her. And if you've read some of my work, I hope that that you get that. And so to just constantly keep in mind, whatever it is you want to share, to think about that woman that is going to open that book and what you want her to feel, what do you want her to experience? What, what do you want her to get out? If, if women are who you were writing for, that's what I, you know, who I write for. 
Nice. But I don't, yeah, whatever stage you're in, I would love to talk to you because I feel like, I feel like it's the fear of, can you do it? Yes, you can. I'll tell you that. Um, and will I get published? And how do I get published? And that, that those unknowns keep you in a holding pattern and your book never gets written to begin with. And, and I used to give some live little mini things about doing this. And I would always say for the last point, so people would stay, the number one thing that keeps people from getting published. And I would always end with, because they never wrote it. <laughs> So uh, yeah, wherever you are, any of you in the process, um, would love to talk with you. Yeah, it seems like a daunting process, I gotta say. Um, it, it can be, um, but I also think people love shorter, like 21 ways to raise your vibe in 21 days is not a lengthy book. Yes, it took me a while, some on and off, those voices of doubt that today's a good day, today's not a good day. Yes, I can do this. No, I can't do this. So it can feel daunting. Um, but I think knowing your why, knowing that I need to do this, I want to do this, imagine what it's going to feel like the first time you ever hold your, your baby, your book is, is going to be amazing. And it, yes, it does take persistence. But if you want it enough, you can do it. You're really just having a conversation with somebody. And don't even worry about the, the editing. You, you hire someone to, to edit for you. or Just get your story out. It's probably, uh, it's not something I've ever done, uh, but it's probably very uh, healing, I would think, oh, maybe, yes. perhaps. And, and a, quite a release yes. uh, and relief. And you can tell yourself, you know what, let my first book be a short one. It doesn't have to be a long book. Let me keep it simple. I can always write, write a sequel. And, and that's even what happened with Happy Bitch. I just wanted a short little book when I would go out and do public speaking on happiness for women. And it took on a life of its own. And there's the universe at work again. Mm, beautiful. It's, um, Thank you, Sally. I was just going to add, um, just, I, I bet it was two and a half weeks ago, someone said to me, well, why don't you write a book? And I mean, to me, that was the farthest thing um, <laughs> from reality um, that was going to happen, you know. And, um, you know, I, I have become a lot more open, uh, as you talk about, um, in many ways. And, um, you know, here I am asking you um, how to go about, you know, how to go about, you know, you, I, I came to this group for number one, which I wasn't planning on. And um, it's just amazing how things work, like you said, when you're open. It is. That's happened a couple of times with different various things with you recently. Thank you, Sally. But I am glad you came tonight because I've been concerned about you. I haven't seen you. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Thank you for coming. Thank you for uh, sharing and asking your question. Ginny, did you have something? unmuting yourself hi hi i have a question uh sure. are you are you still living in the hudson valley i am mm -hmm. okay so i'm on my way up there we're moving oh we're moving where are you next week to? well we used to live in westchester county our whole life yeah. so you know hudson valley and um now we're moving to richfield connecticut oh we've beautiful lived, area yeah we've lived in sarasota for 18 years but because of the traumas that are going on, we're moving back. Okay. So um, 
Well, welcome home. You, yeah, thanks. Do you do any public speaking still? I haven't in a while. Um, I'm open to that if an opportunity presented itself and would be enjoyable for me to do. Okay, um, I'm curious about that in case I could attend a seminar or retreat or something like that. But also, um, I also have a book idea. I, I even have um, a title. <laughs> awesome, I oh, love it. What, My title is I feel, I feel Like Mickey Mantle. I don't know if you know his story. I don't. Well, I mean, I know who he is, obviously, yeah. but I don't know his With story. everybody dying in his family of lymphoma. Mm. So both of my kids have, have lymphoma mm. and uh, going through all that the last few years. So we're moving back because they, they still live up there in Connecticut. Okay. Okay. Sounds so, like a beautiful uh, way to, to, I mean, I think it's good that you're moving to enjoy that time. Enjoy yeah. the experiences. Yeah, it'll be good. So anyway, I would like to talk to you about my idea too. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Yeah, send me, yeah. send me an email or reach out okay. to my website or Jen knows how to get in touch with me. Yeah, well, they'll get all the info, all your contact information tomorrow. will come in that uh, follow-up email and you'll be able to, I mean, you can go to Carol Pesci right, you know, today and look, check it all out. Um, but yeah, and because right on that website, it has all her information about a little pink dress, right? Little pink little dress. Pink press. Little press. pink press. Yeah. yeah. That is so perfect. That is Ugh. the cutest name. I, I just knew it. So I get perfect. these downloads, Jen. I get downloads sometimes and I know it. Like, and yeah. almost inevitably, when I work with people with their books, like book, I start telling me, do you have a vision for your book cover? Every single book that I've written, I designed the cover first. That's how I work visually. And I printed it out and wrapped it around another book and set it up in front of me. And just kept, tell myself it's a nice. done deal. It's a done deal. Just execute. Like the book was already done. Um, and I get those downloads and I get them for other people too. Even people who are in the early stages and they'll tell me their concept and what their title is. And then inevitably like a, a day or two later, I'll email. I'm like, I got this vision. <laughs> like, you know, this would look really cool or this would suit what you're doing. So. Um, do you um, allow yourself time to come up with these visions? Do you meditate or have any kind of practice? Oh, I, I meditate every single day, um, but it's not usually for me personally uh, with an objective. It's just that downtime, that openness, that calming my thoughts. And, and it, it will usually happen when I'm walking my dog, washing the dishes, doing something where I'm mildly engaged. I was driving across the Newburgh Beacon Bridge when the vision for 21 Ways cover came to me and like, that's it. <laughs> and I just kept fine tuning, fine tuning until I absolutely loved it. And I'm so happy with how it came out, but I love the downloads and, and the downloads um, come for writing too. So they come visually for my covers, for covers for people that I work with um, and the, the writing as well. There's times when I would say to myself, today I'm going to write 2,000 words, I'm writing a chapter, and I would spend two and a half hours and 
have one sucky paragraph in <laughs> and I would get mad because I'm driven. I want to get it done. And that was one of the biggest personal lessons for me as uh, the energy I put into my writing, you are going to feel when you read my book. And I needed to certain times let it go if it wasn't there and revisit it when it is. And that's typically what takes me longer to write the book because I'm not eight hours a day, every day, five days a week writing. I'm writing when I know that it feels right. And could I be more uh, productive? Probably, but that's how it works for me. When, and there's times that those certain things will come to me and I will be writing faster than, like my fingers are moving faster than, than the, 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 well, the thoughts coming faster than my fingers can, can work. Mm -hmm. And I will like literally look up and go, thank you. I don't even know where that just came from. Right, wow. So, and that's one of the things that I talk about with people too, with their writing, should you, any of you choose to write a book of how important it is to get yourself in that right space to whatever triggers for you. I have a wonderful home office. That's all my personality. But even if you have a chair, it's your favorite chair, your favorite candle, your favorite pillow that you put on you or whatever it is that little things that help you feel good and that trigger you to say, okay, this is the time for my creativity. Oh. And on this point, I need to recommend my, one of my favorite books of all time for any of you who do think you want to write a book and ever get blocks where you doubt yourself or you don't feel like your creativity is flowing. My absolute favorite book is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Phenomenal book about the power of creativity. I love that book. She's, she's Eat, Pray, Love, which I never even loved that book. Um, and she even makes fun of it in Big Magic, but Big Magic is a phenomenal, phenomenal book for keeping your creative lines open. Beautiful, wow. Uh, on that open, there was, I just wanted to say, uh, as far as you're open to receive, all of these were the topics I had I wanted to discuss. It's amazing that they came out here. Um, you had a quote by Brene Brown. I just, I love that quote. Until we can receive with an open heart, we're really never giving with an open heart. And I just thought that was very, very beautiful. Um, one more, one more before we let you go here. On way 10, it just says, cut the strings. Cut the strings, do you? Um, yeah, so um, when I first left my ex, and I was angry at the time. I went through all the normal emotions. And friends of mine would say, you know what you should do to get them back? <laughs> I would do this, right? So you get that immediate satisfaction. And I knew very early on in the process that I didn't want to hurt back. That to get myself to a healthier, happier, whole place was not going to come by causing more pain for somebody else. And when I talk about cut the strings, you're nobody's puppet. When you think you are being stronger by staying angry with somebody or using your precious energy to hurt back or hold a grudge, I'm tough, I'm strong, you'll never hurt me again. You're actually giving power away over your emotions to somebody else and that somebody else likely doesn't deserve it. And that's the power of forgiveness, not to say what you did was okay, but I, cho I choose to no longer allow what you did to control me in the now and how I respond now and my sense of inner peace. And that is, you're, you are choosing to be a puppet to somebody else 
when you're choosing to stay angry and hold resentment against somebody else. Doesn't serve you. It's normal in the beginning. And I'm human. I went through all of that. But there comes a point to say, does this serve me? And ultimately, it doesn't. It, it, it uh, draws a lot of your precious energy into a negative spiral. Is that, does that hold forgiveness, letting go, honoring ourselves? Probably a little, all of that, a little of all. I'm sorry, I don't, I didn't hear your question or understand. Forg- well, that, that cut it. So that, is there forgiveness in caps in, in that? Yeah. Forgiveness is in that. Letting go is in that. Mm-hmm. Honoring ourselves is in that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in that. That might be a bit, a bit challenging to do it sometimes. Uh, it, it also doesn't always work, though. I got to say, I did try that myself um, as far as uh, allowing it to be um, or just saying, I don't want to have this be bad. I, um, I sometimes think that that comes to us. I think the first step, and with many things, is that awareness. I am choosing to resent you. And forgiveness comes when we're ready for it, when we recognize that it serves us better. And it has nothing to do with condoning what somebody else did. You never know what baggage they're carrying, what they experienced in their childhood that then manifests as they are as an adult. They don't need to know you're forgiven. You're just choosing to not let it control you anymore. Right, right. And so um, if they decide not to forgive you, I mean, whatever they do is what they do. but how do, that's the whole thing. How do we handle, you know, how do we receive that? What do we do with that once we get it? When you say, okay, let's have this, you know, cut the strings, let the energy be different here, but they don't want to. How do you still keep that for you? Are you saying that they don't want to, they don't want to. If they don't want to, they don't want to, they want to keep it grudge going or whatever oh, it is they want to find the, that's their choice the ugliest yeah. so then just let them be and let them have it and mm-hmm. you just stay here because so what you because rec- rec- that ugliness that they're feeling the ugly choices that they're making anger is the face of of fear and pain so the choices that they're making that you're seeing on the outside that you think are completely inappropriate and they may be hurting you and causing you discomfort or uh or pain is really their pain manifesting and just recognizing it. You know, it's like taking a step back. It's like we talk about being the observer of our thoughts and not becoming our thoughts, right? So take a step back and look from the outside looking in and recognize that they're hurting themselves more than they're hurting you. They're they're wrapped up in that pain and that energy and that anger and um, making poor choices that they can't feel good about. And and here's another key, and maybe this will fit into this conversation well, something I tell the people all the time, whether it's an ex that's making your life miserable or trying to make your life miserable, whether it's a cancer diagnosis, whatever it is, you may not get to choose whether or not you're going through whatever it is you're going through in this moment, but you always get to choose who you are in relationship to it. And moment by moment, whatever's happening around you and to you to make the choice that you will be proud of yourself when, you, when it's behind you. And at some point it will be behind you. So make the choices 
that you will be proud of yourself when this experience is behind you and let that guide you and let the rest fall as it may. Lovely, lovely. Jenny, thank you so much. Did you have anything else you want to say there? No, that's it for now. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. All right, um, let's see. Does anybody have any final questions before we let this beautiful lady go? We're all good? Okay, let's see here. Let me make sure. Uh, do something you enjoy, and I really like the yes. Right. Yes is yes. one of my favorite ones. Number 21. Yeah, love that Yes. One. It's so yes. simple, right? I feel good. Yes. What's making me feel good? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so easy it. and the very smell powerful. Smell of that coffee. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the smell of my essential oils. Yes. Oh. Uh, in another lifetime, I, I had a, I was a realtor and I had a real estate team and it was called the Yes Team. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> that was really great. So I thought you were Carol, talking figuratively you. for a second there, but okay, for real. <laughs> no, for real. It was called okay. the Yes Team. Um, awesome. But uh, that was, that was in another lifetime. I'm not even a realtor anymore. <laughs> Carol, Lucky what a you. true delight. Thank you so very <laughs> Thank much. You, uh, Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Again, um, any, any final thoughts before we share your contact info? Um, I don't think that anything other than what we've, we've talked about, um, be gentle with yourself. Don't try to fix yourself. Don't try to make yourself better. You know, we talk about being our best me. Um, be compassionate with yourself. All of the actions that we're taking now or habits that we think aren't good enough or could be better are all likely coping mechanisms for some pain or trauma. And you might think something doesn't qualify as trauma, but if it hurt you at a young age and made an impression on you and you figured out a way to survive and be better and stronger, um, that's likely what's acting out today. So just patience and compassion for yourself when you're not where you think you should be. Yeah. That should, huh? That should. Yeah, I don't I'm not a fan of the word should. <laughs> like uh, Carol has should a on podcast. Themselves. Yeah, it, that's it. Should all over. And and um, one, <laughs> uh, one, one uh, uh, we had somebody, a guest speaker a couple of few months back that changed it to could. We could use the word could as opposed to should it's really helpful and that's helped me quite a bit actually yes. carol's podcast is hello beautiful we have podcast listeners in the group here hello beautiful is her podcast go ahead kim you're not on spotify I, and you know and i haven't done an episode in quite a while so i need to hmm, hmm, i could <laughs> <laughs> get more active with that i've had uh, my attention has been redirected but and, the, and it's all good it's okay it's okay getting my second and third book out and and publishing books for other women uh, so it just it just is what it is right now it's perfect it's amazing and i'm, I'm um it's it's beautiful it's i i feel your energy i feel like we're soul sisters man <laughs> sister from another mister <laughs> that's right yeah so you did say that for that piece Oh, that's right. I have, have the exact that. same right outside my office. Yeah. Yeah, you have that. I thought that's exactly. thought, thought you mm -hmm. said that. Right, right. Uh, her website is carolpesci.com. That's K E R Y L 
P-E-S-C-E.com. You'll also find info on Little Pink Press, publishing companies supporting books by or for women. You can find her on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. All this information will be sent out tomorrow in the follow-up email, along with the link for the replay. In gratitude, Carol. <laughs> what a complete joy and honor. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for trusting Thank me and so bringing me in the circle. And it's ah. great to meet all of you. Thank you so very much. Once again, please visit zenfulconversations.com. Sign up for more of these wonderful conversations where you get to ask the questions. Everyone, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for asking your questions. Thanks so very much. See you next time. Namaste. Namaste. Thanks, Jen.